0: A spiritual awakening is the best thing that could ever happen to you, but it's not without its challenges. In this video, I'm going to share three critical lessons that I learned the hard way during my own spiritual awakening, and hopefully these lessons will make your awakening process much easier than mine was. See you in a bit. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Christina Lopes, the heart alchemist, welcoming you to another one of my videos. This week I am talking about I'm continuing actually a series that I started last week with a a video on spiritual awakenings. So, If you haven't seen that first video that started this series, I'm leaving a link to that video in the description box below, so whether you're watching this in video format or in podcast format, you'll be able to see the link to the first one in the description box below. If you're watching this on YouTube, check it out. It's gonna pop up. The link is gonna pop up right on your screen. Make sure to watch that first video before you continue on with the second one. So, but the topic of today is we're going to continue talking about spiritual awakening. But whereas last week I talked about what a spiritual awakening was and I shared some of my biggest challenges during my own spiritual awakening, in this video I'm going to share with you the three critical lessons that I've learned the hard way during my own spiritual awakening process so that. I can help your spiritual awakening process so that it could be a lot easier than mine was. That's one of the reasons why I'm on this earth, to help your path be easier than mine was. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it. So, lesson number one, critical lesson number one for a spiritual awakening. Stay out of your own way. (laughs) Now, what do I mean by this? Um, All right, so when you're going through a spiritual awakening, when that awakening is triggered, in the last video, I talked about a statement that comes up that, that either consciously or subconsciously is going through your mind as you're awakening, and the statement is, there has to be more to life than this, whatever this is, whatever happens to be happening in your life at that moment. But as soon as the awakening process is triggered, as soon as you hear that statement, there's got to be more to life than this, and you actually take the first step to find out what that more is, as soon as you take that first step, your mind is no longer in control of the awakening process. It's your soul that's in charge, baby. <laughs> so. As soon as the spiritual awakening is triggered, your soul takes command of the process, not your mind. So this is why it's so important to stay out of your own way. What I really mean by this is that keep your mind out of the spiritual awakening process, or not out because the mind is part of spirit too. There's no exclusions. But what I mean to say is keep your mind from interfering in the spiritual awakening process because your soul and your heart and your higher self, they got it all covered. (laughs) There's no need to, to go through any interference from your mind. All right? Now, there are a lot of spiritual circles. There are a lot of personal development circles where people talk about awakenings as if it were something that I initiated with my mind and that I control, all right? So there are a lot of circles that believe that an awakening process is directed by you. You start it, you direct it, you control it. Well, I got news for you. (laughs) I don't believe that at all. I don't think that's true at all. That has not been my experience at all. In fact, my experience of a spiritual awakening is this. Instead of you believing or thinking that the spiritual awakening process is a process that is happening from you, start thinking of it as a process that happens through you. Okay, so an awakening is not happening from you, it's happening through you. All right, this will help you kind of stay out, keep your mind out of interfering with the process. When your soul takes command, when your spiritual awakening starts, you don't need to worry about the details, your soul knows exactly what it's doing. Your soul knows what your gifts are. Your soul knows what your mission is. Your soul knows what you're doing here. Your soul knows the broader picture of who you are and what you're here to do. The mind is very limited in that capacity. The mind is a wonderful servant, but it's a really bad commander. It's a really bad master. So when the awakening process starts, your soul is going to want to take command. It's going to assume command. And And your role is to stay out of the way, meaning keep your mind out of the way. Now, you may be asking, how the heck do I do that? <laughs> well for me, I had some practices that were essential, meditation, I talk about this every single time and I'm probably going to talk about it until the day I die. If it weren't for meditation, I don't know where I'd be today. So meditation was super important, but for you it could be different. It could be meditation, it could be exercise, it could be being out in nature, uh, contemplation, I don't know, What dancing, whatever it works for you to calm and quiet your mind down is a great practice. All right. So your soul uh, um, understanding, the the soul mission of your lower self, and that's the parts of you that are that are not soul, the other part of you um, that's more here in the body. The mission uh, that you have is to kind of stay out of the way, quiet your mind, and let the spiritual process happen through you. Okay. Now. Why was this a hard one for me to learn? Why did I learn this the hard way? Because I come from a clinical background. If you know a bit about my background, I was a clinician before I became a teacher. And my clinical mind was having a really hard time with my spiritual awakening. It was constantly telling me I was going insane or I was sick or I was going to die. It really had a hard time. Your ego has been in control of your life for the majority of your life. So it's not just from one day to the next going, going to say to your soul, hey, you go right ahead and I'll just sit in the back seat. That's not what your mind's going to do, most likely. So your ego is going to fight for control in various ways. It could be through thought, self-judgment, criticism, any multiple ways that this can happen. But now that you know this, you're going to be aware. You're going to start being aware of the inner workings of your own mind as you go through the spiritual awakening process. What you want to do is so that your mind gets to a point where it's surrendered, where it's quiet, where it's still, where it is accepting its role as servant, as a tool in your life, No, not as the commander of your life. And eventually your ego will get there. Your ego will get there because it's also evolving like all of the other parts of you. But initially, especially in the initial phases of a spiritual awakening, your mind can really, really become chaotic. Because it's fighting for control of the awakening process. Okay? So there's the first critical lesson stay out of your own way. Uh, The second critical lesson is spend as much time as possible alone. Okay? Solitude. If you watched my first video, you'll know that I spent four years of my life in solitude, basically living like a hermit. Now, I would go weeks on end without talking to another human being. That is not feasible for the majority of people, right? So you don't need to go into this kind of extreme uh, uh, hermit life like I did, but I want you to, no matter Even if it's just 20 minutes out of your day to take a bubble bath by yourself while your children are playing in the living room, whatever it is, I want you to be very conscious, very conscious of blocking out alone time for yourself during your spiritual process, the more alone time, the better. Now I know some of you are going to say, what? But there are so many spiritual teachers saying that community is important, that you should be seeking out people that are also going through spiritual awakenings. I believe that too. So I'm not recommending against that. If you really need community, if you feel comfortable in community, by all means go ahead. But here's the thing, even though we are uh, community-driven creatures, even though we love to belong, even though there's that part of us that's very important, seek out community, do your thing, but still don't do that in lieu of being alone, okay? Because the alone time is just... Super, super important, and I'll tell you why if you're not convinced, I'll tell you why. So, As you're going through the spiritual awakening process like I talked about in the first video, you're essentially shedding. You're shedding everything. You're shedding illusions, you're shedding fears, you're shedding wounds, you're shedding your own identity, who you thought you were, all the masks that you've presented the world. All of that is falling away. Now think about this. If all of the illusions, if my identity is falling away, if everything that I used to be is falling away, then there's a question that comes up in during your spiritual awakening process that's inevitable, and the question is, who am I really? Okay? Who am I really? If everything is falling out of me, if I'm having all of this shedding process then and I'm no longer the person I was, who am I really? Only you can answer this question, but guess what? The people around you, your friends, your family, coworkers, whatever, everyone around you will will certainly have an opinion about what's happening to you. This step, this lesson is really, really important for the people who are people pleasers, if you know that you are highly influenced by others, if you know that you're easily manipulated by others, if you know these characteristics about you, if you know that the opinion of others, you're swayed by the opinion of others very easily, If you know that this is you, then spending time alone is even more important for you, okay? Because think about this. As I'm going through the question, who am I really? If I am easily influenced, if I am easily manipulated by others, and suddenly my mom and my dad and my whoever and my friends and whatever have an opinion about who I am, and I'm not ready to to listen to that opinion without being influenced by it, I'm going to sway, I'm going to get confused, I'm going to fall into deep states of despair because what others may be saying about me may not be true. I need to find the own truth about myself. Only I can find that truth. And this is why this step of spending as much time alone as possible is crucial for people that sway easily. This was actually of the three lessons that I'm sharing with you today. This was the easiest for me because I'm a rebel at heart. <laughs> if you know a little bit about numerology, I'm a number seven. and you never tell a number seven what to do because we just rebel and we do exactly the opposite. So this lesson was actually pretty easy for me. You know I spent four years of my life in solitude and I had no I have no problem being alone. I love being alone. I love my alone time I need it. So I'm not uh, and have never been really easily influenced by the opinions of others, but this is definitely going to be a harder lesson if you know yourself to be easily influenced by others, at least temporarily, because here's the thing, when you spend that alone time with yourself, when you get to know yourself, the new you that's emerging in this spiritual awakening process, when you get to know the new you, when you answer the question, who am I really, and you know that for sure, you feel it in your heart, you experience it, then the opinions of others won't matter anymore because you won't be swayed anymore by what others say. You won't be easily manipulated anymore because now you know who you are, you know your power, and now you won't accept manipulation. You won't accept the opinions of others swaying you or influencing you. Now you will stand in your own strength. But for you to get there, you need to be alone to find the answer to that question, who am I really? Find it for yourself and then Welcome opinions of others, <laughs> okay? So that's the second uh, critical lesson is spend as much time alone as possible. The third and last lesson is this, don't get stuck in the dark, <laughs> okay? What do I mean about this? What do I mean? All right. So don't get stuck in the dark. In the first video, I talked about how spiritual awakening process has a lot to do with coming face to face with your own divinity, coming face to face with your own light. And as you come face to face with your own light, you also have to face your shadow, what Carl Jung, uh, psychologist Carl Jung called the shadow. And the shadow is simply the disowned parts of ourselves that we don't like to look at, we don't like to see, we don't like to show others we've rejected, or even parts of us that we don't even remember, like I had childhood trauma that I didn't even remember. So the shadow is just that part of us that we're either unconscious, that we're not aware of or we reject constantly because we don't want to deal with it or we think it's it's we think we're bad okay so the darkness, when I mean by this one, don't get stuck in the dark, I mean that as you're going through your spiritual awakening, that shadow will make itself known to you. It'll come up. Everything that you have held inside of you, whether consciously or unconsciously, will come up. You'll have wounds from, if you believe in reincarnation as I do, you'll have wounds from even past lives coming up. You'll have wounds from childhood come up. You'll have you'll have all of your judgments, all of your pettiness, all of your jealousy, all of your control issues. Everything that you consider unacceptable, that you consider dark in you, is going to come up to be healed and released. As all of this is coming up, it can get really, really emotionally intense, all right? And the intensity of the experiences of the purging that you're going through can cause your mind to freak out and get stuck on things. You can get stuck in the the shadow as it's coming up. So that's what I mean by don't get stuck in the dark. Whatever is coming up to be processed, whether it be something you did to someone a few years ago and you feel horrible about it and you feel this deep guilt, and now this memory is coming up and you thought you had dealt with it, but you're just sitting there in this guilt and this darkness, that you, that these emotions that you thought you had dealt with, but you didn't. As you're sitting through these emotions, your role is to observe them, cradle them, love them and then let them go. Don't get stuck. Don't get attached. Okay? And I'll give you an example of what an attachment to darkness can look like because this was a challenging lesson for me. One of my guides actually was really key in, in showing me and teaching me how to go through the shadow, how to work with my darkness, with lightness, instead of real instead of getting, you know, panicked and getting attached to things. Okay, so. I'll give you an example from my own life. So, whenever I would feel emotions like guilt or something, I felt guilt about something I had done in the past. If I I would get stuck a lot of times because as I was feeling that guilt, I would also my mind would immediately start, "You're not a good person. You should have done this better. You should have. You should have. You're not a really good person. That was really horrible of you." You see, the mind kept talking instead of me just sitting there. I could have sat there and felt the emotion, guilt, and under understood where it was coming from and then let it go, right? I didn't need to get attached to it, but I have always had Well, I shouldn't say I've always had. Up until my spiritual awakening, my mind was wired with a very negative bias. I I had a lot of negativity towards life, right? I was very uh, self-critical. So, that self criticism came up during my spiritual awakening as I was working through my own shadow because everything, every bad thing that I had done to others or every bad thing that had been done to me, my mind was going into this loop of negativity and it was making things worse. The longer you stick, you stay stuck in darkness, the harder it is for that to be processed because you're emotionally attaching yourself to that event and it takes longer to process and heal the energy. So, what I could have done at that moment is if I was feeling guilt at something, just just an example. If I was feeling guilt at something that I had done to someone in the past, I could just sit there, experience the guilt, understand where it was coming from, breathe deep, uh, um, you know, show myself self love, and say, you know, I was doing the best that I could at the level of consciousness that I was living at at the time. I didn't mean to hurt that person, you know. I understand why I did it now. So you see how the self talk is totally different. I'm observing, I'm cradling that memory, I'm not pushing against it, I'm cradling it. I am loving myself during the process, and I'm looking at all of this with non-judgment so it comes up and it releases a lot more quickly than if I would get stuck and get on that loop of, oh, I'm a horrible person and, and all of this, okay? So that's the third critical lesson. Don't get stuck in whatever comes up to be processed, whatever it is. It could be your darkest demon whatever it is, allow that darkness to come up, observe it, cradle it, accept it, and then let it go. (laughs) All right, so there you go. There are are the three critical lessons that I learned the hard way during my spiritual awakening. I hope these lessons help you navigate your own awakening process and and I hope it makes it easier for you uh, so that you don't go through the same difficulties that I went through during my awakening process. You know how the drill goes. Uh, Head over to my website to continue the conversation or comment on this this video. The link to the blog is directly below the video. Head over there if you want to comment or if you want to connect with me. My website has tons of resources and tools that will help you in your awakening process. So head over there. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to see the link pop up right here. So click on that link, head over to my website and continue the conversation there and, and use the tools and resources i have made available on the website i hope this video helped beautiful soul you're doing so well i will see you soon bye